0: This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one, or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers.
1: So much to get to in so little time. It's the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers by my side. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, good sir. How you doing, Reavers? I am well. So I've been doing a lot of thinking. Mm-hmm. And I want to try out a new segment on the show. All right, I'm excited. No production value whatsoever right now, but that will change. We'll change that. I want to start a a new segment on our show called something we heard on GL. Ah, I love it. Because we all love Garage Logic. Yeah, we're all daily listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I just so happen to be also on that show, so I'm forced to listen to that show every day. So you really know it.
0: Hypothetically, you're listening like 60% of the time.
1: But this news story broke earlier today, and I knew you were going to have an opinion on it, and that's why I said don't say anything before the show. Mm -hmm. Let's just start recording this show, because as we always like to say, (gasps) save it for the stage. Save it for the show. All right, so this is what we heard on GL. So, Michael, it was announced earlier today that the PGA and Golf are going to announce the end of their civil war and they are going to merge. I have the story right here. Are you kidding? Oh, you're not aware of this I story. I have not heard one thing about that yet. So you didn't hear this yeah, on no, GL I, but I, I because not... you you actually walked in here while I was still posting the show. So exactly. I you can't physically hear GL. would not have been able to hear the show because you walked in before I was done posting it. I am a town council member, but I I only listen to it afterwards. So to steal a line from the the former governor, Jesse Ventura, you're going to hear it fresh. Fresh. Golf's ongoing civil war appears to be coming to a surprising end. After Live Golf, the PGA Tour, and the DP World Tour announced that they have merged. The shock announcement comes after a year of unprecedented disruption in the men's professional game following the launch of the Saudi backed Live Golf circuit. After two years of disruption and distraction, this is a historic day for the game we all know and love, PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan said. This transformational partnership recognizes the immeasurable strength of the PGA Tour's history, legacy, and pro-competitive model and combines with it the DP World Tour and Live Uh including the team golf concept to create an organization that will benefit golf's players, commercial and charitable partners and fans. The announcement will lead to a mutually agreed end to all pending lawsuits between the various organizations that have proved so decisive in the sport. Mm-hmm. Michael, I know you have thoughts on live. Mm-hmm. You're a massive golf fan outside of Joe and Patrick. You might be the biggest golf fan that I know. Nice. In fact, you might even be a bigger golf fan than those two. But They know much more about golf. But I I I know you have thoughts on this, and I know this is all coming at you fairly new and recently and fresh. It's incredible news to me. What say ye? Let me take this right from who got shafted in this deal. (laughs) Pun intended.
0: uh, Rory McIlroy. Because you know what Rory didn't do? Take the money and he run. He never took the live money. <laughs> so how pissed are you if you were a guy who was maybe, Rory might have been offered two, three, four hundred million dollars dollars and he didn't take it? And now all of these guys that did take it are rolling right back into the PGA. That's thought number one.
1: Can I stop you? Yes. Because that is the exact reaction I had to Joe earlier. Well, first of all, I think you know this, but for the listener, when... Any one of us five run into each other, and you've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, it's it's instant, whatever the topic of whatever the day the is. Topic of the day, you, yeah. There isn't yeah. any, oh, hey, did you have a nice weekend. Sure. We don't we don't do that crap. There's here. no idle chit chat. So the second Joe walked in, because I always hear him drop his bag yep. when he walks in, and I was in here doing some other stuff on the computer, and I said, well, your outfit folded like a cheap suit, meaning the PGA sure. Tour. And I said to him, I said, well, how mad is Rory, and there was one other name that I mentioned that I can't off the top of my head. Re- oh, Tiger. Yeah, Bubba, I, I, Tiger. T- and I said, "How yeah. how mad are those guys that they didn't take the giant check?" And he said, "Pretty mad. Pretty mad." I anyway, mean, Tiger was so that offered,
0: was point one. Uh, Tiger was offered what was
1: a billated bill? at one billion
0: dollars. My God, one billion dollars, and he passed right. So okay, that's number one. Yep. Number two is even though it's a partnership, someone's the top partner and someone's the bottom partner. Who is the top partner in this? Did Liv roll under the PGA, which obviously you're going to take the pageantry of the PGA's name, but who is now the ownership? Right. And it very well could be the deep pockets of the Saudis. So now the PGA, Professional Golf Association of America, might be owned partially, if not majority-wise, by the Saudis. Yep. Which... Neither here nor there. I'm not making a point of that. But it's no longer the PGA, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's something different. So then I think, okay, so Monahan, who's the president of the PGA, well, is he going to be the president in two months?
1: You don't really need two presidents, three potentially. I just, I don't care enough about golf to truly have an opinion about mm-hmm. this. But the great line that we've always said on Garage Logic holds true here. Everyone has a number. Yeah. Everybody has a price tag of of Oh, well, we're just going to be high and mighty about this. Well, apparently you were for a year yeah. and now you're not. And I get, trust me, I get why they did this. Y- they did this because they just simply can't compete financially with these people. Rivers,
0: when I go back to even just today, you'll have people say, "You know that kid came out of college to play pro basketball? He should have just stayed in college." It's like, "Hey, Moron. (laughs) He can play professional basketball for two years and never work another day in his life. Or he can go to college, get a degree in women's studies, and never work a day in his life. (laughs) Right. Right? I mean, what are you doing? Live golf. These guys were offered 50, 80, 75 million bucks. Of course they're going to take it. How could you not? They're never going to win another tour, and they're like, okay, you're handing me a check for, after all taxes and everything, $50 million? Right.
1: I'm done. That's I, Whether I play golf another day in my life, I'm done. And that's why I didn't understand when, when all of this started to surface way back when, and, and Joe and Pat were legitimately mad about annoyed, sure. guys that were taking these giant checks, and I'm thinking... Okay, well, why wouldn't they? And again, I get it. It's sure. it's blood money. It's the Saudi. I get it completely. But I'm thinking, if someone's offering you that kind of coin, money in which you would it would take you how long to earn that on the PGA tour? I, I can't. I can't fault anybody that would have so taken that check. what we should do is we
0: should set up a contract with Al Jazeera. <gasps> We're the, yes. To reach out to Joe Sushray and say, <laughs> "Hey Joe, we have this thing. We'd like to pay you four million dollars for the next ten years right. to do GL on Al Jazeera." And I'm going to promise you, even someone who has morality and scruples like Joe Sushray might say, "For four million bucks." I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to go on to Giz- I mean, look at Jesse the Body Ventura. Yep. His TV show was on a Russian-owned yeah. television station. RTV, as he RTV, likes to call it. RTV, Russia yes. TV. Yep. I mean, he did it. He was a complete sellout. And he Jesse has to have some money. He was a movie star.
1: So the best tweet of the day, and I was alerted to this by Johnny Height once we stopped recording the show, mm-hmm. but this is hilarious. It comes to us from a gentleman by the name of James Heskey, who is a contributor to The Onion. Okay. Everyone's familiar with the satirical website The Onion. As part of the merger, the PGA will control holes 1 through 8 and 12 through 11. The Saudis do 9-11. 9-11. That was... That's pretty funny.
0: That, well, I don't know if we can laugh about that yet. I'm not. I, well, I'm going to no. go on record and not laugh about but that.
1: But what's interesting is to read said reactions, and yeah. most of it's like, Whoa! what? Yeah, I
0: don't think you can joke about I think that might be something you can't, that the Holocaust, not a lot of great Holocaust jokes. Okay. Right? I don't think you can really do I'm not reprimanding you.
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm not in trouble? No, you're not in trouble. Okay. I just don't think you can joke about those things. Well, I'm going to say this. He posted this, let's see, about three and a half hours ago. Uh, It's already over a million and a half views. Oh, okay. So so, it's exploding.
0: Okay. Are you familiar with a movie called uh, What is a Woman? No. Okay, so I, I can't believe he missed me. this. So there's a, a director and a, 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 a podcast host named Matt Walsh, and he made oh, this documentary. Yes, yes, called yes. I, I
1: mean, I haven't seen it, okay. but yes, I'm I'm now aware. So I'm of gonna it.
0: I'm gonna share people a little bit of this kerfuffle that happened on Twitter. Right. Mm-hmm. So this company called Daily Wire, they own a bunch of podcasts. It's Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, uh, um, you know, Candace Owens, a bunch of people, and. Um, one of the guys, Matt Walsh, made this movie called What is a Woman? It was a documentary on just asking people, what is a woman? And how hard it was for people just to say an adult, female, you know, I mean it was just very, very difficult. And it had just, and it kind of explored the intricacies of that world, right? Mm Of People questioning what womanhood is. And they had made a media buy with Twitter to premiere this movie on its one year anniversary. And Twitter stepped back and said, hey, there was two misgenderings in the movie, so not only are we not going to let you do the ad buy, we're not going to let anybody besides your followers see it. And they did all this stuff to, to throttle it down, right? And Ben Shapiro, who has you know millions of followers, yeah, huge, yeah. said to, to Musk, said, hey, Elon, uh, Elon uh, what are you doing? Are, is it free speech on Twitter or is it not? And Elon found out about the problem and fired the two people that said they were going to moderate the ad buy and moderate the movie. Pinned the documentary to his wall on Twitter for 48 hours. At this point, it's like 160 million people have downloaded some portion of that movie. Wow. 160 million people. That makes it the most watched documentary in the history of all times. Holy cow. When you think of that, so they had this little bit of like, oh my gosh, we announced this big thing on Twitter. Twitter backed out. Twitter said, hey, there's two people that misgendered somebody. And what happened is in the movie, a man calls his 14-year-old daughter a girl. You know, it's, he's mm-hmm. talking about his 14-year-old daughter, and he calls her a girl instead of calling her a boy. So they said, that's misgendering. That's hate speech. You can't do that. And Musk said, time out. Yes, you can. Sticks and stones, right? right? That's a word. That's not killing that person. I, I'm not saying I'm going to murder them. That That's something that maybe hurt that person and so on, but that's not hate speech, right? It's a dad calling his daughter a daughter. And because of that, so many more people heard about this movie that, I mean, I can't believe 150 million people downloaded and watched some portion of that movie and, all right, and, and it's it's been now it's the number one documentary of all time
1: by far. Does okay because the cynic in me cannot rest. Yes, the cynic in me then has to start to think of okay, what's the angle? What's the angle? What's the end? Was it all done? Was it all? No, done by design? I,
0: I think the Daily Wire, the people from the Daily Wire, again, Ben Shapiro and and all those guys, um, s- decided to come out about two weeks ago and said, hey, we have a new p- free speech platform. It's Twitter. So we're going to actually post everything on Twitter now. Everything is going to go onto Twitter. So that's when they were doing this ad buy for what is a woman. So they were going to kind of announce this, hey, everything that Daily Wire puts up now is also going to be available on Twitter. And, you know, they're going to do that revenue share with Twitter because r- sure. Twitter has this new revenue share model. Yep, yep. And, you know, they'll have millions of people watching their stuff on Twitter, and they said we're going to start with this movie. We're going to give the movie away, and it's going to be fantastic. And then somebody mired in the bureaucracy of Twitter said, "You can't show that movie. We're not. We're not even going to let you do this. By we're not going to let you." And Elon, who just spent
1: forty-four million million billion dollars on this thing,
0: said, "Oh, hold on." I'd like to have 150 people, million people interact with this. Hold on, I'd like to have all of their guests, their their hosts do podcasts on Twitter and share that revenue stream to get my 44 billion dollars back. And I, I, I don't think it sounded like it was just kind of a spur of the moment. like, what do you mean? And they released the handful of people who had made that. We're not doing it you know, comment mm-hmm. and stopped it. They, and they had like, um, Candace Owens, you know who she is. Of course. She just wrote, you know, Elon, are, are you aware of this? Like you might not be aware that this happened to us. And sure enough, he was like, oh, not only am I aware, but I'm going to pin it to my page so, for two days. I
1: don't think that a lot of, and ma- and maybe they are, cause there's a lot of smart people that work in mainstream media, but this is coming on the heels of of something that Tom Bernard said on our show last Wednesday, where you know, you and I were briefly mm-hmm. discussing this before the show started. He kind of said the quiet part out loud, right? That we all kind of knew. But I also don't think that the likes of
0: what do you mean by the quiet? What portion are you saying? about
1: about um how the landscape of the broadcast industry and and he was and Tom, and I'm not I'm trying not to put words into Tom's mouth. but basically, Tom was just strictly talking about, Radio, yeah, radio is uh, dead. And He's this is dead, yeah. two guys in Tom and Joe yeah. who have been sixty leg- years of right, and, and who, collective who, experience who have and had massive numbers yeah. in the radio huge world, huge success. Yeah. So this isn't you know people should not take those it's, thoughts it's, it's lightly. Not me or you saying no, exactly. Saying, yeah. But I don't think the likes of the heads of CNN, Fox News, or whatever truly realize the the larger animal that they're now going to be up against mm-hmm. because. When the likes of Tucker get removed from his show yep. and now say, all right, well, I'm going to take my show and put it on social media, yep. and it's going to have a just as big of an audience. Yeah,
0: and he's going to make eight times more than he made because
1: before. Because he's basically uh, eliminating the middleman, yep. and now X, Y, and Z advertisers are now going to just go to his camp. And yep. he might lose some, and that's very well true, sure. um, but but again, it, it I don't think those types truly understand the larger game that's being played here because this just in younger viewers and younger listeners don't consume media the conventional way or the same way that you and I did when we were that age. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Yep. Um we've seen stories where the AM radio is now not even being offered in vehicles being manufactured these yeah, days. They- they now they have to by law, they right? To, but yeah, you're, yeah. you you yep. see where I'm going mm-hmm. with this. It, it's just th- there's a, a much larger game in if you're fortunate enough, and and I think we are here to be able to work for a company that sees that and tries to you know kind of uh, uh take the left turn when the left turn is approaching. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I, I think those are the companies that aren't aren't going to be left behind because. Gone are the days of having this station and I'm not saying just radio or just television. Gone are the days where you're going to have all this overhead mm-hmm. with all of these different oh, yeah, that th- yeah. those days are those over. Are, n- no one's investing a billion dollars building a new radio you, you station. You watch the show Mad Men. Yeah. Those days are gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you, we've seen it with newspaper the yeah. last 15 to 20 years. We've seen it happen right before. I mean it, the same thing is going to happen to all these other outlets and I I think some Truly realize that, but I think others are saying, ah, it'll be fine. I I disagree completely. Well, we're coming
0: up on our 10th year reunion next week, right? It's going to be in a couple weeks, so it will be our 10th year reunion. It's in July, correct? Yeah, I think we're going to celebrate it here in the end in June, but yeah, it's in July. And you know, we did radio for a long time, and then I think I might have developed this because I, I'm going to take credit for it, but I wanted to do a radcast, a radio podcast, yes, right? Yes, So are, did. we did it in both podcast form and radio, and I think that could still be a potential for us, right? Because I think one thing that you that is really difficult for podcasts, Reavers, is how do you find the next person to listen to your podcast unless they're hearing a wide variety of things? True. So being on the radio, I mean, look at it every day. People will say about GL, GL's... One of the most successful podcasts in the state of Minnesota by far. One of the best podcasts in the nation. And people say, oh, it's so sad it's not on the radio anymore.
1: I just ran into somebody yesterday. Think of that. Yeah.
0: Think of that. So if the GL podcast could still be on AM 1500, if it was still on AM 1500, people would listen to it and say, oh, it's still, now it's available in podcasts. And I think what will happen is what Bernard said. Somebody will say, You and I will take the weekly scramble and we'll say, Hey, we'd like to do the weekly scramble in 75 markets. We'll let you have it for free, but we get to sell some of the ads. <laughs> and I think that could legitimately happen. Yeah. Not necessarily for our markets or us, but it could happen for a real talented show.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> and I, I'm laughing because I just, I was reminded of that interaction yesterday where I've known this person mm. for a long time. Yeah. This person's child goes to school. With my kid, yes, and has for years, and said, "Oh man, I really miss listening to you, Joe and Rookie, on the radio." And I said, "Are, are you are, are you, you kidding me? No. I talked to you a couple times a year. You d- didn't realize that we're still doing this? Yeah, did you think I just didn't work?" And he said, last- "Oh, oh yeah. I get, well, yeah. Okay, that makes sense." I thought, "Huh. All right." And this is someone I know personally. You know what we should do, anyway. I have a way to fix
0: AM and FM radio. Okay. You ready? I can do it. Everyone's listening. We're, we have a war in Ukraine. And if everybody in Ukraine in their cell phones had to have an AM and FM receiver, mm-hmm. right? Just like, I mean, you can do yeah. that. You could put yep. it in a thing. Right now, it's a digital receiver, right? But if you had to make it a true AM, FM receiver, because during times of global warming catastrophes or war, you'd, it would be neat to be able to have a cell phone that could still get AM and FM broadcasts. Yeah, I'm not being no, facetious I, I, here. I, I can tell. And if you forced the cell phone builders... To build in AMF and by law, if you made it do a by law for safety purposes, yep. then everybody who has their cell phone in their hand 24 hours a day would also be able to tune in to AM1500. Okay. Right? And you'd have to do that little tune thing and you have a little dial. And I know you can get AM1500 on your cell phone through a different dial service, right. but it's not truly received. You know, it's a digital copy of That is of it.
1: still, and you're, you're reminding me of a story, that is still one of the coolest things uh, that someone ever emailed into us. Um, and Joe read it. I think we were doing it as a podcast, but someone from over across the pond, mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what country, somehow found a way to receive as a signal on their. Fifteen hundred, sure, really, and I thought, how? But it was a cool email, and I'm not doing it any justice mm-hmm. whatsoever. But it was really, really neat. And well, if I, am not mistaken, ever. and, and
0: you're, you're the radio professional, and I'm not, but so Clear Channel, not Clear Channel the company, right. but Clear Channel radio stations like WCCO and and this KSTP, I I think KSTP would go ten states. That night, you could hear it in Montana. Mm -hmm. If I'm not, wasn't, wasn't that the case? He pointed it West. I mean, yeah, wherever you pointed it, it went miles. Well, I think if there was a guy who owned a (laughs) bunch of radio stations and they got together, like, let's say the company who owns our, the gentleman who owns our company. Sure. If he went to the people who own iHeart and said, Hey, let's go ahead and lobby to get AM FM receivers put into cell phones for safety purposes. Right for community awareness, like if you need, if you a storm's coming, your power's out, your Wi-Fi's out, your cellular service is out, you'd still have AM and FM band. Think of that. Okay, this is a legitimate thing. You're welcome because I (laughs) I think the people at iHeart own billions of dollars worth of radio stations. They do, and they're wondering how to fix this. You're welcome. I just gave you the fix. Go lobby Congress, and every cell phone will have a AM FM receiver on the side of it. They can put that in there real easy. I like it. Plugging an antenna to that thing.
1: And while you're doing that, you know what you should do? Go to Harmony Spirits. Check out our friends at Harmony Spirits. I want to guess. And online at HarmonySpirits.net, Handcrafted Spirits. That's right. Right here in our own backyard. I was eyeballing their products right now. They've got the bourbon whiskey, the vodka, regular whiskey, gin, the barrel strength bourbon whiskey, and, of course, their rum. What is it rum season or gin season right now? Would you, Would uh, you? you? Cl- cl- I think cl- it
0: would be rum season because now it's warm. Gin season is early or late, maybe. Okay, But rum season is
1: when you want to have a cutoff shirt. Yes.
0: Yes, where you want, you thinking you're looking at the sleeves and
1: say, I should have no sleeves. <gasps> Did you hear that, Harmony Spirits? How about the Mike Fratelloni cutoff shirt, rum and whatever? Yes. Are, are you a pineapple and rum kind of a guy? I, yes, I am. At the, at the yeah, tasting room. I'm a rum room. And anything. You can have that at absolutely no charge. So here's what you need to do, though. Help us grow the Harmony brand by name. Go on into your local liquor store and ask for them. Say, hey, how come you guys don't have Harmony Spirits here in this wonderful liquor store? And that will help spread the word. You can also stop in at that awesome tasting room down there in Harmony, Minnesota. They always have a rotating menu of their craft cocktails right there in the tasting room in Harmony, Minnesota. But please stop in, say hi to the entire crew, and let them know you heard about them here on the weekly Scramble podcast. All right. I have a confession to make. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. You don't have to... I I don't want to get you in trouble, but I'm willing to out myself. Okay. Okay, because I know we're kind of in the same boat where we're running from this thing with our kids to that Mm -hmm. thing with our kids. We're just... We're super busy. And everybody's super busy right now. But you know how when you go, oh, that's right, we got to go do that thing tonight. Oh, yeah. And that happened to me last week. In fact, it was the day after we did the show. No, I'm sorry. We did a best of last week, so we weren't on the air, or we didn't do a a live show. Anyway, so my son, and I'm now coaching my son's travel baseball, and it's so much fun because... It's just, it's a blast 10 or 12 or something like that. He's 11. 11, So, so he's playing, this is his first season of travel baseball. Okay. So, and it's not like we're going to, you know, different states and Jordan. Yeah. We're in like Belle Plaine and tonight we have a game in Chanhassen. So it's all stuff is all relatively Mm. close. Mm. But last Wednesday we had a game in Minneapolis at eight o'clock at night (laughs) Okay. meaning, you know, we weren't going to get home till sure. after 11 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, the traffic. He's got he's got, yeah. He still has school because yeah. his last day of school is actually today. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, God, we're going to. But I don't say anything. No. Because he's jacked. He's he looking forward it. to yeah. it. And I got to tell you, it was so cool. now yeah. Because he got to play at those fields at Fort Snelling. Oh, cool. And I had never been there before, right? I had never... And you've played I've, in every field I've in Minnesota. I've been to every yeah. freaking ballpark mm-hmm. in this state, but I had never once set foot on the fields at Fort Snelling. And I got to tell you, whoever decided to construct these fields mm-hmm. and whoever runs these bravo. Really? Are they are cool? so cool. Okay. And for a, just a baseball nerd like me to watch my kid pitch... At this field, yeah. I, I was literally staying in the dugout going, oh, my God, this is freaking awesome. So are you getting planes flying
0: over you, Oh, too? yeah. Oh, it's To okay. the point
1: where he and I were playing catch before the game. You're like, we're going up there. And you could hear. Really? <laughs> it was, it was oh, cool. that is real cool. And, yeah, they got their butts kicked. They got 10 run. But okay. I remember after the game thinking to myself, okay, because you're always thinking of a way to, to – to, Encourage kids, especially with baseball. Mm-hmm. Holding kids' attention with this yeah, sport is not, so not easy, easy yeah, yeah. when it's the video game-centric mindset. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that. So I remember we were walking to go do the little post game. You know, hey, you know, you guys did good. And they did. The thing I love about my son's team is even when they lose, they work their asses off. Really? They good. really do. Well, and I'm just, that, nice. it, It's really, really yeah. cool to watch. And I remember because they were oh, kind of down. I said, hey, let me tell you guys something you're on an 11 year old team I didn't play my first night game under the lights until I think I was in ninth grade mm-hmm. you guys got to play in the big city yeah. under the lights at 11 yeah with planes flying I over. said How look cool. around this is awesome yeah yeah and they went, oh yeah yeah it is but cool. it was yeah. it was one of those things where I said oh God we gotta go. and I thought well, wait a minute How this lucky. is this is yeah. cool anyway yeah. so I I thought about that last week and I thought okay you don't have to just yeah, I, I, I kind of tend to be a cynic by nature, but man, that was cool, and I never been there before, so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to—I forget the, the 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 governing body of the Fort Snelling fields, but sure. very, and i I've had some terse words for Minneapolis over the last couple mm-hmm. of years, bravo. bravo. Ser- seriously, it's, it's very, so very cool. maybe it is
0: the third best park uh, city in America. Isn't that what they said? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, so let me ask you this. Did yes. they do a um, land rights statement before the game starts? Did they say this is Dakota they Land? Not. They did not. No, start they did that. not. Because when you visit Fort Snelling, the very first thing they say right. in anything is first of all, this is Dakota Land. Well,
1: and my, my oldest son, he is uh, an information consumer. Okay. So, and I'm glad that he's, he's very inquisitive like that. So it's a great thing to be. And he's heard about. Maybe he's Joe's kid. Might be. He might be. (laughs) But he. Sorry. No, he might be. I just ruined your wife for you. But but when, when we were driving up, he was asking a bunch of questions about Fort Stilling. And, you know, the last time I went on a tour there, I'm pretty sure I was in high school. Sixth grade or. Yeah, Yeah, whatever, whatever it was. So that rock candy. And I thought, well, no, but you, you. you should probably. We should probably come back as a family and and come through here. Like yeah. it would be cool it's to cool. do it. You know, in, in, yeah. anyway. Do, does um do you ever play
0: in your um old men's uh, baseball <laughs> league? What is it called again? Town baseball. Town ball. Yep. Do you ever play in Wanamingo, Minnesota? It's down by Rochester.
1: We have. N- I'm trying to remember. Do they even have a team? Oh, in fact, yeah. Not only did they have a team, they were in our state tournament. That we hosted with Dundas last year, Wanam- really? the Wanamingo Jacks. The Wanamingo Jacks. And yes, uh, we have played there. On the last time, though, that the Farewell Lakers played them, I was not in attendance. Okay, because my
0: daughters have had three weekends in a row of volleyball tournaments in Wanamingo, which Wanamingo is like an hour from my house, sure. which is fine. It's sure. a nice drive. Sure. You know, it's an easy drive. Right down drive. 52. Down 52. There's some, some stuff going on in 52, but it's fast, sure. Sunday and Saturday mornings. But we get down there, and it's a one bar town. JB's is this bar. (laughs) The best part is, is her tournaments are at this bar. So you roll in timeout. Yep. Two sand beach volleyball tournaments. It's beach volleyball. So it's outside volleyball. Your daughters are in high school. My daughters are in high school. Yep, one's in 7th grade, just graduated from
1: 7th grade. Walk me through how that's legal. So
0: it, this, Well, because it's just a bar. It's just all they're doing is playing the,
1: at the beach volleyball courts at this bar. So this isn't a MSHL-sanctioned... No, 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 it's okay. not a high school Gotcha, 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 is, just, This is their club volleyball. That's what I was... This is their summer
0: club league. Gotcha. But, I mean... Talk about a great tournament. <laughs> I have to drive to Wanamingo. Sure. Wanamingo is a one-bar town. That's how small this town is. Yes. It's adorably clean. Yes. This bar is great.
1: They have a couple of really cool campgrounds in that area, too. Do they? Okay. Yeah.
0: I, I, I searched around. I drove around a little bit. I walked up and down one block in each direction. And I saw the whole town. But this is now, this is going to be my fourth weekend, third or fourth weekend in a row going down there. Okay. So, uh, um, Sunday night. We're wrapping up our tournament, Saturday yep. and Sunday, because I have two different daughters that both play there, so some play Saturday and some play Sunday, right? Yep, yep. So I'm down there the whole weekend, and it's really hot, 89 degrees, I hop in my car, and my car doesn't start. No! And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So what happens is the same thing that happened to Joe. If I keep my key too close to the car, my car is always trying to communicate with my key so it doesn't shut itself all the way down. And your battery goes And my battery kaput. is just dying. So I hop in, and again, my car is maybe 120 degrees, right? If I had a dog in there, it would have been long dead, right? And I'm just thinking to myself, I, I do one of these, hey, big guy. We're an hour from home. No one loves me enough to come down and get me, right? There's one other car left in the parking lot, and it's a 911 Turbo. And I highly doubt they're going to jump me with their 911 Turbo. Right. You know, I'm like, please. Sure enough, I hop in, and it kicks on. I was like, thank you, because I was like, what am I going to be doing? Looking for? And there's not Sunday night. There's not no one in Wanamingo. I mean, there's not, no, you know, Mm-mm. the bar has one. You would have been spending
1: the night there. Yes. Yeah.
0: I would have had to figure it out and I wouldn't have, no one would have come down. People like me, but if I would have said to my wife, honey, will you come down and pick us up in want She'd be like, I don't, I don't know if I can. I'm do that. in bed. Yes. I'm already asleep. She even though I'm talking to you on the said, phone. I'll Uber for you. I'll get you an Uber. I'll send there. you a car. I'll send you a car, <laughs> but they wouldn't have done it. So that was our, our super fun. There was a, in beach volleyball reverse. There's a really unique thing. Okay. Parents can't say a word. Oh, you you've told me about this you can't say in you can't say you can say great shot you can say you're doing great i hope you have fun everything
1: has to be positive reinforcement and it's not even
0: not even positive reinforcement you can yell like i hate you to your child you probably wouldn't but you (laughs) could do that but what you can't do is say i hate you that was obviously in or you should have hit that down the line you can't do anything that's perceived as coaching so these two guys kind of get in a little bit of a not argument they're kind of just playing with each other because mm-hmm. one dad said to the other dad, Hey, that's considered coaching. You're not supposed to do that. And he goes, Oh, so after the ball was out and I say that was out, that's coaching. It's so like, Yeah, you're making the calls. Like you have to wait for the players to make the official call. Got it. Then he could say, Oh, I thought that was out, which would be just Bush League to do, right? Sure. They don't stop talking about it for four hours. No. And I just wanted to say, Guys, first of all, shut up. Let it go. It's 12 year old volleyball. Who cares? Your kid long won or long lost. Right. Who cares? Move on. And the best part is the kids score themselves call each other, other teams on the penalties, replay. I mean, it's all done by the kids. Wow. You don't have to say one word. And, you know, when your kid's done, you could say, hey, you notice that kid did something illegal. And, you know, my kid said, yeah. And I said, well, you can feel free to say, hey, you can't do that. It's illegal. And what you do is during the middle of the play, you yell illegal, and then you keep playing the play. And if you win the point, you don't say anything. Wow. And if you lose the point, then you say, hey, you did an illegal move there to get it. And if the person says, no, I didn't, you replay the play right? You just replay the play. Wow. So it's super efficient, super adult, right? It, it's And you can see some girls are just like illegal. I mean, every play they're calling something, which is illegal, right? It's not illegal for them to do, but they're seeing what the person did, you know, and they're calling it every time while other girls just roll over and don't say one and
1: word. And you, you do think though, that it's, it's more is more fair the right way to put it. I mean I mean it's it's they run
0: it. If they feel like they are someone's cheating, they say it. You know, no one's cheating on purpose. There's just illegal moves, right? Gotcha. Like you know how gotcha. in, in um in volleyball you could you could hit the ball up with your hands, but your hands can be a, far apart. Yep. You can't do that. Your hands have to be together in beach okay. volleyball. Okay. And it's a clear thing. You know, like you can just see it. It happens all the time and you're just clear. And you just the girls have to yell illegal, but some teams just don't have the moxie to do it. So the other team just gets away with it. <laughs> And you can hear some parents like that was illegal. They should have just said it. It's, but they're
1: they're too afraid to speak up. They can't. The parents can't say it. Right, right. Right. Because
0: if the parents say it, hypothetically, they could uh, make their
1: team default. I it's, know it's a good Way to do it. Everyone is sitting on the edge of their seat, Ooh. waiting for me to give out the name of the campground. I was just referencing. Okay. It's technically in between Zombrota and Wanamingo, but I do know that it's. Almost right off of Highway 52. Is it on the Zumbro River? It is on the Zumbro River. Nice. It's called Shades of Sherwood. And I've actually been to this campground several times with my family. It's pretty down there. It's it's just, it's um, cool. Yeah. It, it's just a cool campground. And again, my family, meaning my parents and all my siblings, like they love camping. I tolerate camping. Mm-hmm. I do it once a year. Yeah, I know and there better be a lot of alcohol the, yeah, in the yeah. in the cooler. Otherwise, I ain't coming. If you're going to get bit by bugs. Well, it's, it's that, and usually campgrounds do a good job of spraying. Yeah. They should call it Mosquito Shield, of course, but yes. they, they do a decent job of of spraying to, to minimize it. But I'll be honest, do you know what I really dislike the most? And it, it probably stems from when my kids were really little. It, it's 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's dark. I want to go to bed because yeah. I know these kids are going to be up at 540 in the morning when mm-hmm. the sun, you know, when it starts to get light yeah. out and it's... Oh, it's time to let off some firework. No, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. And I, I get it. Campgrounds have People quiet time. Fun, and yeah. I, I get I get all that. But I just, I don't want to be at the mercy of every, but, every other idiot that's yeah. at the campground. Does that I make sense? I think it would be, for me, it would be trying to poop in
0: that super hot little thing <laughs> in your camper. You're like, man, it needs to get some air conditioning in here. Because there is no air conditioning.
1: Although. You don't want to do that in the Some deep of these peaks. really nice, state-of-the-art campers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're nicer but, than my first yeah, house. Yeah, but,
0: but so people are driving their five hundred thousand dollar camper to their two million dollar cabin, right? They're not normally seen,
1: or they're at one of those, you know, where you plug in and you get the waste tanks. The and all best that stuff. was this would have been less than five years ago, and this guy had, I mean, this was the the Superdome mm-hmm. of of RVs, right? And he's trying to, and we just sat there, because we were already all kind of set up, and so me and my two idiot brothers. We're sitting there. It's eight o'clock at night, and we're we're you know we're set up, we're ready to go, yeah. and we're watching this guy try to navigate this three hundred foot RV oh, yeah, into this one yeah. hundred foot space. Oh no! And we're thinking, he, there's no, he's not gonna fit in there. Mm-hmm. And he, it's this way. It's just yeah, sure. gotta, like Back parallel forth, parking you get, you yeah, know, yeah. Doing from it, you know, drew it from. I thought, well, yeah. oh, this will be fun for about a half got an hour. But he's got cameras all over. Probably a side thrust for all you know. He finally, I think, because it started to get dark out he yeah. couldn't see he just had to i stop, think he yeah. just finally just gave up and just plugged it in on the side of the what do you call it the path yeah, that he was so on i'm like stopping here yeah Those but, there, but i get it it's a very very popular thing to do in the state in the summer and thank thank god i have to do it one time a year yeah, yeah. good luck because yeah. that's about it that's about all i can handle um did you see the viral picture that i had sent out no in fact, I actually, I stole it from a different account, okay. but it's a photo of, you know, those um, those sandwich board signs that you can you know put up the lettering of, sure. of, of whatever sure. you want your message outside your storefront to be. And I saw this the other day and actually laughed. I, it says, has anyone tried unplugging the United States and plugging it back <laughs> in? <laughs> <laughs> and I That's thought, a, let's do a reboot. Perfect. Yeah, let's do a perfect. reboot. Perfect. Just unplug it and plug it back in. You know,
0: I, being spending a little time in Wanamingo, it seems like our country's okay.
1: Right, small Mike, towns. I tell Joe because he's always all wound up when he yeah. comes in here. I say, you need to get out of the city. Get just go drive for half an hour. You'll feel so much better about things. You truly will. Yeah. yeah. Because you, he, he, all he does is he drives here. He goes home. He drives here. Oh, he'll go visit a grant. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, it, not so you um, got get you got to get outstate Minnesota once in a while.
0: One of my daughters graduated from school the other day. Oh, congratulations! Right? Super cool. It's a lot of fun. Seventh grader. Yep. Graduates from school, and I said, um, I talked to her a little later on in the day. I didn't pick her up, and I said, "What are do you doing?" She goes, oh, "I went to Sushrays." I was like, w- "What do you mean?" And she went <laughs> to Joe's to hang out yep. with her schoolmates. Yes. And I said, "I've known Joe." <laughs> For 20 years.
1: And I've never been to his house. <laughs>
0: never. I have no idea where he even lives. <laughs> and I, so I asked her, where does he live? And she, she didn't say Main Street. Right. But she had no concept of where he lived. And this I, is a young woman Who's lived in St. Yeah, Paul. It, 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 all, I mean, she knew it was like St. Paul. Some Ish. things looked familiar. <laughs> and I said, well, I, you know, and it, it wasn't like I was trying to find out exactly where he lived. I don't. It's none of my business. I don't really care. So this but a, I do know Joe for a long time. I've known Joe.
1: So this is a product of literally if she was asked to give you directions somewhere, she would have zero idea. Oh, let me give you another story.
0: I went to Minnesota United's soccer game the other night on Gay Pride Night. Okay. It was a lot of fun, right? They did a Actually, they did a really great job. If you're going to do a Gay Pride Night, they did a really great job. It was very nice, uh, appointed well. Everything looked fine. It was very respectful, right? It was mm-hmm. a great job. Mm-hmm. But I had bought charity tickets and an event, so I had a oh, group, cool. group of 10, sure. So we all, all went. Super great night. That Allianz Field, if you've never been there for a game, even if you don't like soccer, it is
1: amazing. I am still mad at myself because... I have yet to be, and I'm not, I am not a soccer fan. I don't, I don't rip it. I'm just, I'm personally not a soccer fan, Mm -hmm. but I do want to go see that stadium. It's beautiful. I should have invited you. Yeah. Um, It's all all good.
0: It it, it was a one, one tie. I would have found a
1: reason not to go, but thank you for the, just about about everybody i invited found a reason.
0: (laughs) My my kids included just said, I'm not going. Um, But it was uh, ended in a one, one tie, which is anticlimactic. Sure. It's just not a lot of fun, but we did score in like the 84th minute to tie it up. So that was great. So we leave and I get back home and there's like five people at my house and then there's one random boy right? Bunch of girls and one random boy. And I said, okay, Hey, the, you know, see you later, kid. He's like, I don't have a ride home. Oh, I'm no. like, oh my God. Hop in the car. Right. So I'm taking him and I know he lives close. So we're driving in, and I said, where do you live? He said, well here. And he shows me his snap maps. No. Like I, I live and I'm like, oh, well, I'm like, dude, you have to know where you live. right?" And he said, well, I'm not going to my house. I'm going to my buddy's house. And I'm like, wait, what? I, I would have just pushed him to the end of my driveway and said, if you're going if you're still going out at eleven o'clock at night, that's you your can, problem. That's your problem. Right. Not my problem. If you need to get home, like I'm responsible I can take for care you. of you there. Yeah, yeah he's right. not he doesn't he's not old enough to drive yet, right? And so I take him to this house by my house. Reverse. this house looked like a forty thousand square foot um office, contemporary office building. It was unbelievable. I'm like Whose house is this? And it's one of his friends that goes to his sure. school. I had no idea that in in the Mendota area. He's in area, the west wing. <laughs> I, honest to god, this was the most amazing house I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. And I was like, "Wow, I did not know that that was possible." And it was like a mile from my house. And my house looked like a um you know, maybe a track home compared to this thing. I was like, I don't know who this kid is. So my daughter says, oh, I know who that's, that is. In fact, I was at that house and they wouldn't let me in. And I said, who are you with? It's because like 10 boys. And I said, no, no, no. They won't let the 10 boys in. They probably would have allowed one girl to right. come in, but 10 boys there, the whoever the dad was, was like, thanks, but no thanks, boys. Stay outside. They have a full size gym, wow. full size gym. I mean, it So cool. And very few times am I jealous of things because that's not my thing. But I wanted to like knock on the door and say, hey, should we be buddies? (laughs) Like Somehow I need to become your friend. Really cool house.
1: I I can't get over the fact that how grateful I am that I don't have a high school age daughter. Oh, or or three of them. I, I would have just... Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been okay with any of that, what you just laid out. Yeah. All, all of that I would have said, well, n- n- no, uh, I, I'm no, we're not doing any of this.
0: Yeah, I do know right now uh, I have people at my home Oh, because it's the last day of school and it's boy-girl party that's happening at my house right now. I'm not there, but I'm going to get there and I bet you all my beer is going to be gone and I'm going to be mad. I'm going to just bring Bud Light and see
1: who drinks it. With that being said, Michael, thank you and best of luck this afternoon. Thank you, Reavers. You're the best. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would appreciate it. His name is Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, cheers. All right, guys, we're into June. Are you feeling like it's harder to get in shape and stay in shape? Well, guess what? Our sponsor, NuGenix Total T, is offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Hey, I get it. It's not your fault. As we all age, our body naturally loses free testosterone, the man hormone. It happens to all of us, and it can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic. So if you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, well, NuGenix Total T Testosterone Booster with testafin is going to help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, and get you better results at the gym and help you look and feel like the man that you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. And while every product professes quality, many other products are going to just use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And NuGenix's formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. So get your complimentary bottle of NuGenix Total Tea when you text 231 231 and enter the keyword garage. Hey, text right now and get a bottle of Nugenix Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text 231231 231 and enter the keyword garage. That's 231231 231 and enter the keyword garage. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply.